First of all, Shkach uh, to Natal for sponsoring, you know, the Chabur, the, the breakfast this morning. There should be a schos for him, for Mishpacha. See, only good things. Okay, so let's learn. So up to, um, let's say for mitzvahs, mitzvah pe gimel. Okay, so it's on page Nunches for those that have this farm. <coughs> mitzvah pe gimel. Um, okay, so before we dive into this, let's get, let me just give you a little bit of a background. You, you don't have this in front of you, but just let me share it with you quickly. So, the Pasuk says like this, it's in Parshish Re'e. The Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu is talking about when you get there to throw, what should you do? So it says in Pasuk like this, um, that when you get to Eretz Yisrael, you should seek out the place to build the Beis HaMegdash. You should go to the Beis HaMegdash. You go to the Beis HaMegdash, and over there you should bring all the karbonas that you need to bring. Your oilis, your zvachim, your meisers, your truma, all the promises you've made. All of your personal obligations, you go, you bring it to the Beis HaMikdash. So what we're going to see now in Mitzvah Pei Gimel is that this is a mitzvah which is that at the opportunity that, a per, that basically the mitzvah is that when a person has obligations on themselves in terms of karbanas or uh, meisers and shumas, things that sort of have been accumulating over time that they have these chiyuvim to bring, so there's a mitzvah when you go to the Beis HaMikdash to take care of it. Okay, so we're going to see the details of this in a moment. Now there's, so there's a positive mitzvah, which is uvasa shama vavesim shama, that you go to the Beis HaMikdash and bring with you all your obligations. Okay, that's the positive mitzvah. In other words, the mitzvah I say to uh, be mekayim, all the promises and all the, all the chiyuvim that you personally have, all the karbonis, don't let them pile up, you know what I mean? Bring them, fulfill your obligation. That's a positive mitzvah. And then there's a loisa say, which we're going to see, you know, comparing and contrasting the two. There's a loisa say a little later on also in, in Sefer Dvarim, which is Balta Acher, which is basically is a loisa say, don't be neglectful, don't push off your obligations. So you have one positive mitzvah, which is positive. Bring your obligations, fulfill your responsibilities of all the karbanis that you personally took upon yourself and so on. And then Balta Acher, don't be neglectful in your obligations. Right? That's a say and a loisa say. But what we're going to see over the next few minutes is some basic, very important differences between the Asay and the Lysa saying the nature of them, some of the details. And we'll see that from this sugya, a very, very, very big Indian of Adas Hashem and B'chlal and Yiddishkeit will emerge, Adas Hashem. So let's work through it. Okay, so if you take a look at uh, the Rambam that Adas uh, Hashem you have, again, if, for those that don't, I apologize, just listen in. In Mitzvah Pei Gimel, again, the Rambam over here, it's funny, I, I don't know why this is, but in this particular piece, the Rambam feels like he repeats himself a lot, so it's, uh, it's a little bit lengthy, although the, the point, he seems to make a few point, a few times, but we'll just read it together. Mitzvah Pei Gimel, again, the 83rd Mitzvah in Taryag, is Shetzivanu, that we were commanded, Lahavi kolar karbanus hamutalim aleinu beregel rishain sheyivka banu misholash regalim. That the mitzvah is, there's a positive mitzvah, to what? To bring all your obligations, to bring all the karbanis that you personally, you know, uh, have on your head. When? The first yontif that hits you. The first yontif that, that, uh, that, you, that you go into. And you have karbanis, you know, <laughs> obligations, you have to fulfill those obligations. <laughs> to the point of where you are not allowed to go through a yontif, Pesach, Shavuos, or Sukkot, any one of them. You're not allowed to go through a particular yontif, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, with still having these obligations on your head. 
and this is the pasuk that we just that we started with. Uvasa shama, go to the base of Megdash, shama, and bring with you all your obligations that you have that you that you've accumulated. In other words, in the way the Rambam is explaining, is that what does it mean? Go to the base of Megdash. It means we have a mitzvah three times a year to be oyleregel to visit the base of Megdash. And so the pasuk is saying is like this: when you're going to the base of Megdash on Yantif, right? Any particular Yantif, Pesach, Shavuos, or Sukkot. You're going to the Beis HaMikdash anyway, Vasa Shama, Vavesim Shama. That's your opportunity. Bring all your, all your kabanis that, uh, that you have to bring. That's your opportunity. So in other words, what the Pasuk is saying is that there's a chiv when it comes to Yantif, when you're being Eil Regal, besides the mitzvah of being Eil Regal, you have, an, have a mitzvah of what? Of while you're being Eil Regal, bring all your personal kabanis and chiyuvim, trumas, maises, huna, all, this, all these things that have been accumulating. And if a person goes through Yantif, is oil regal, but does not believe leaves back on the farm, you know, all the his oilis and zvach and whatever it is, and the maisus and the trumas that he that you know he left it at home, he's in violation of this Mrs. Asay. Uvasa Shama, go to the base of Mikdash on any particular Yantif, and when you're there, Vavesim Shama, bring the karbanis that you uh, that you're obligated to bring. Again, not not we're not just talking about karbanis that are related to being oil regal, right? There are certain karbanis that you have to bring anyway that you're being oil regal. We're talking about other random stuff that you just happen to uh, to have been, you know, accumulating over the season. That's what the Rambam is saying. The Inyan Zahat Sivoy, and again, what the Rambam, the Rambam just explains more, this mitzvah basically is telling us that Kishetavay Shama, that when you go to the Beis HaMikdash, and when do you go to the Beis HaMikdash? V'hu b'kol regel mishloish regalim, any one of the three regalim, Pesach, Shavuos, or Sukkot, so you're there anyway, chayevat alahavi, kol karbon shalecha, then you have ob- you're obligated to bring any carbon that, uh, that was on you, that, that's, that's, that, you, that you're responsible to bring. Fine, that's the concept. Now the Rambam brings a medrash to prove this point. Veloshin Sifri, this is what the medrash says. Ubasa shama vavesim shama. Again, the Pasuk says, go to the base of Migdash and bring all the karbonas. Lama nemar, what's the point of this Pasuk? Says the Medrash, L'kavam chayva, it's to make a mitzvah, it's to make an obligation. She'yavim b'regel rishon she'pagabai, that the first yontif that you hit, the first yontif that you have the opportunity to be oil regal, you're oil regal, and you have to then bring all the karbanas that you're mechoyiv to. V'sham namar, the Medrash goes on to say that this nekuda, that what, that the mitzvah's say is, it kicks in when you go to the Beis HaMikdash, when you're oil regal for a yontif, Pesach, Shavuos, or Sukkot, the measure says that's one of the basic differences between the assay and the lois assay. Remember I said that there's a lois assay of bal ta'achar, don't be neglectful in your, in your obligations. So the Medrash explains, Visham Nemer over there explains that that when it comes to the assay, if a person, let's say, uh, goes the other regal on Pesach, right? And he's neglectful, he doesn't bring the karbanis, he leaves all the, the animals and all his trumas and stuff at home. And he goes to Pesach by the Beis HaMikdash, and he doesn't bring the karbanas, so he's mavatal dasei, right? But says the Medrash, but when it comes to the lois dasei, he's only over the lois dasei if he went through all three regalim. He has to go through a Pesach, Shuas, and Sukkot cycle, a whole cycle of Yom Tovim, and only then does the lois dasei kick in. That's one of the differences. The dasei kicks in at any one of the Yom Tivs, but the lois dasei only kicks in if you've gone through all three Yom Tovim. That's, the, uh, that's what the Medrash is about to say. V'sham Nehmer, over there it explains, that eno oivrel v'mashum bal ta'acher, that the the say you're only over achiyavr ol vragli hashanakula unless you've gone through all the yom tovim and after all three yom tovim you still haven't brought your karbanas then besides the assay that you've been violating the whole time but the loisa say then finally kicks in kolaymer the ram explains kishavr ol vashloisha when you go through three yom tovim v'lehevi 
and still you haven't bring your karbanas, then oz over alav. Then you've been, then you violated now the lav as well. Ve'ulam, but again, kish over al v'regel echad. But if you've just gone through one yantif, hini over al aselavad. That's enough to for the asay to kick in. So the asay kicks in immediately from one yantif. The leisasei needs three yantifim. How do we know that? So that the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah learns out from Sukkim. So that's uh, it's not for now. But that's how the Gemara understands this difference. One difference between Asay and the Lysa in terms of when it kicks in. Asay is right away one Yantif. Lysa say is after three. Okay, the Ram just continues. Uba Gemara Rosh Hashanah. And it's not just a Medrash. It's also Gemara Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara says like this. That Rameir Oimer. Rameir said. We don't hold like Rameir as you'll see. But Rameir said. Kivan she'avra al v'regal echad. That once a person goes through one Yantif. Goes to the base of the Megdash for one Yantif. Uh, and does not bring karbonus. Rameir says the lice essay even kicks in after one yantif. And the Gemara says, My time at Rameir, why does Rameir hold that way? Because Rameir says, It says, Go to the base of Megdash, bring your karbonus. And according to Rameir, what the Pasuk is saying is, When you're there, bring your karbonus. And Rameir doesn't see a difference between the essay and the lice essay. But however, the Chachamim disagree. And the Chachamim say, no, no, no. That's specific to the Asay. The Asay kicks in again with one Yantif. The Lysa say you need all three. And obviously we pass in like the Chacham. That's the point what the Ram is doing over here. Fine. So it's clear to you after all of this. That this Pasuk of going to the base of Migdash and bringing all your previous Karbanas that you're M'chuyiv to, that's a Mitzvah. Again, the Ram repeats it again. It's a little bit repetitive. That means that you have a mitzvah when it comes to Yantif to bring all of the obligations that you have uh, from the Rabbanish Lailam. And you have to sort of, uh, you know, clear the docket every single Yantif. This is true for any Karbanis that you have to, that you were obligated to bring. Whether it be money that you pledged to the Beis Migdash. Uh, different types of monetary pledges the hekdeshas, let's say there's an object in your house that you uh, designated to be owned by the Beis HaMikdash or even non-Beis HaMikdash stuff even uh, stuff that you have to give to poor people which is not really Beis HaMikdash related any obligations, monetary and so on that you have upon yourself from the Torah your, your time limit is by Yantav you go to the Beis HaMikdash you got to make sure that you take care of all that uh, when you're there you're obligated to take care of all these responsibilities by the first yantif that you, that you hit. Mitzvah says, and that's the mitzvah, as the Gemara Hashanah explains. Okay, so that's the, uh, that's the idea. So again, it's an interesting thing. A person uh, is sitting at home and he has obligations. Uh, he's a farmer, he has payah. You know, he has a certain amount of fruit that he has to give to poor people. He has trumas and maizas he has to give to kahana. Right? He, he pledged to bring a carbon. V'chulu v'chulu. So it says that's the, that's the mitzvah. The first, and then, you know, a couple months later, it's Pesach, it's Shavuos, it's Sukkot. He's being oil regal. When he's being oil regal, he then has to make sure that he takes care of all of his obligations as well. If he goes to Yantif without taking care of his obligations, he's in violation of the assay. If he then goes through an entire Yantif season, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, then it's not just an assay, it's a lois assay of Baltach. Okay, so that's the halacha. Okay, so now let's go through a little bit, just a, a few points in terms of the differences between the assay versus the lois assay. So far, what we have, one basic difference is when it kicks in. The assay kicks in first yantif, lois assay kicks in only after three yantifim, right? That was one difference. But now let's get more to the, to the kishkas of what really the nature of these mitzvahs are. So if you take a look at, um, we'll just go to Maramaka number two, the pages that you have in front of you. This is from a, a Pnei Yeshua, 
in Meseches Rosh Hashanah. This sugi is all in Rosh Hashanah. There's like a few blocks in Rosh Hashanah, like Davav to Davtes, that, that area. That's where it talks about these halachas. So the Pnei Yeshua, um, again, I don't, we don't have the time to go through the background of how the Pnei Yeshua gets to this. But again, suffice it to say, there's a lot of kashas with steers and gemars and, and so on. And the Pnei Yeshua, to put it all together, comes up with the, with the following chiddush. And it's a very important one. The Pnei Yeshua says like this. In, uh, it's in Rosh Hashanah Davav. Marmachal number two. He says like this. The Pnei Shua says there's a fundamental difference between the Ase and the Lashon. Not just a matter of when it kicks in, but fundamentally. Says the Pnei Yeshua, the Ase that kicks in by the first Yantif, what we're talking about today, only exists. The Ase is only, is only relevant for Karbanas that you already have separated or monies that you already have designated to go to the base of Migdash, and you just have to physically bring them. However, says the Pnei Yeshua, But if a person just takes a vow on themselves, that I am going to bring a carbon, I am going to donate $1,000 to the base of Migdash, but I didn't actually separate the object yet, says the Pnei Yeshua, the Asay does not apply to that. The say does not apply to that. The Rakhlini Baltaacharis Rabbi. The say will apply to even just obligations that, you, that you've taken upon yourself. But the say only exists for when you could point to that object and say, like, this is what has to be brought to the base of Migdash. This is the base of Migdash's property, or this is the, 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 the Aniyam's property, and that's what I have to bring. So, what, in other words, fundamentally speaking, what the Pnei Yeshua is telling us is that there's a, a fundamental chilek between the nature of the Asay versus the nature of the Lysasay. The nature of the Lysasay, you know, the stipler will say it better than me. Take a look at Maramaka number three. The stipler, this is uh, from Kilos Yaakov, in, uh, also in Rosh Hashanah. He quotes this Pnei Yeshua, and he says, this is the Nakuda. V'atam bezeh, said the stipler. The, the Nakuda that the Pnei Yeshua is, is saying is the following thing. The Indian HaLoysasay, the nature of the Lysasay, is that what? The Baal the nature of the say is that you took a vow. And when a person takes a vow and takes a pledge, okay, that means that you are now obligated to fulfill your word, right? You have to, I, 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 I promise I'm going to bring a carbon. Nope. Then there's something compelling me to keep my word. Baal is built on that. That your personal obligation to keep your word, to keep your vow. So Baal says, and you have a time limit. You better make sure that you fulfill your vow by, uh, by the time the season is over. So it's all about your personal vow. So I don't care if you, so even if you didn't designate the animal yet, if you still, it's, it's, it's a chiv mitzah, the fact that you took a vow upon yourself. It's a chiv mitzah, the gavr, it's on you. So Mimela said the Pnei Yeshua, even if I didn't separate the animal yet, I just accepted it upon myself, the say certainly kicks in. But, said, but says the stipler, Vidin say. however, what's the nature of that say? That say is not about you. That say is not about you. you took a vow, you have to keep your word. It's not about your word. That say is a completely different idea. That say is that in your property you have something that's not yours. And you have an obligation to make sure that you give, that, that, that everything that's in your home is, uh, is given to the right places. And so it's not about you per se, it's not about keeping your word. It has nothing to do with your word. The point is that in your farm you have a cow, which is a carbon. And the say says, well, you, you can't just keep it in your farm. You've got you to bring it to the right place. That's the base of Migdash. So the say says, okay, the first time you're in the base of Migdash, but the first Yontif, bring it there. It's a fundamental difference. The, the Loisa say is not about, uh, you know, you, you have other people's uh, stuff in your house. 
But what I say is, you have a personal obligation to keep your word. It's between you and God. You have a personal obligation to keep your word. And Baal Ta'ach, the Lysa says, and you better make sure you keep it by the time Yontav season is over. And if you don't, then you're in violation of the Lysa say. But the say is not about your word. The say, the say is about the, the, the metzias that's in your house. You have something in your home that's not yours. And therefore, says the Pnei Yeshua, if you took upon yourself, if you said, I pledged to bring a, a carbon, but I didn't actually separate it yet, so the Loisa say cares a lot about that, because the Loisa say is about you. You, have to, you said something, you have to keep your word. But the say doesn't care about your word. The say cares about only, do you have carbonus in your house? Do you have, prop, do you have stuff in your house that's not yours? I don't. I, I took a pledge, but I didn't separate anything yet. The say doesn't mind that. So the say is fundamentally rooted about the object. I need to, the object has to be taken care of. I'll give you another nafkin that the Achreim say just to bring out the point more. Let's say a person uh, pledges a carbon, separates, he has his mamash a carbon. You know, I, I pledge to, make, to bring a carbon oil and I designate the cow, this is going to be my carbon. And then the person that does this passes away and the cow, the carbon, goes biarusha to, to his son. So now you have a situation where the Yorish, the son, actually has a carbon in his possession, but he was not the one to make the vow. So is he obligated, is he under the, the, the jurisdiction of the Hasein the Lysasei? Does the Hasein the apply to a Yorish, to someone that inherited a carbon? Or let's say the guy, forget a carbon, a person uh, separates $1,000 for tzedakah, right? And then the person passes away, and now the money goes Birusha to the son, right? So now, and the son, Mamaisa, in his estate, now is $1,000 of tzedakah money. So, but it, so now he, the Metzius says he has money in his possession that's, designated for tzedakah, but he wasn't the one to make the pledge. So does he have the assay? And the Lysa say, which one? So the Achranim say, this is the Nakuda. The assay, what's the assay about? The assay is about the object. Do you have tzedakah money in your possession? The answer is yes, assay. The Lysa say, what was the Lysa say about? The Lysa say is keep your, keep your word. You made a pledge, you have to fulfill your pledge. The Irish the, the did not make the pledge. So the lois say will not apply to an inheritor, to the son, but the say will. You see, this is a fundamental point. So they're like reversed cases. You can have a case of where it's just a pledge and there's nothing separated yet, right? And then you can have the opposite. You can have, there is something separated, but you were, the, but you were not the one to make the pledge. In either case, the assay are going are gonna to move apart from each other. The say is focused on the object. Is there an object? If there is, I don't care who made it or not. If you have an object in your possession that's not yours, you have to get rid of it by the first yontif. That's the say. And the lawyers say, I don't care about the object, I care about your personal pledge. Did you make that pledge? Keep your word. That's a fundamental point between the say and the lawyers say. Is, the, is this say in addition to the mitzvah itself? So we're going to be. Yeah, yeah. This is besides that. Besides the. When, when you bring a carbon, there's going to be a mitzvah with that. There's, uh, there's, even, there's, there's also, a, we're not going to get involved with this, but there's another mitzvah of maitzis There is a mitzvah of keeping your word. This is, this is, a, very, this is a very specific essay of like when, you, we're going to see about this in a moment, that when you're oila regel, you have to fulfill these things. So it's a very specific, uh, specific essay. One other chilek between the essay and the essay. So far we have two very important nafkaminas. First of all, in terms of when it kicks in, the essay... The first yontif, bal ta'achar, the leis say after three yontifim. And number two, fundamentally, what is it about? The say is about having objects in your home, making sure the objects are taken care of properly, they go to the right place. And the leis is about your personal pledge, keep your word. Third point is like this. Also from the Pnei Yeshua, Maramaka number four, the Pnei Yeshua also in Rosh Hashanah over there says like this. 
<clears throat> when it comes to, let's see what the Loisa say for a second. The say again, when does it kick in? After three Yom Tovim. Let's say the guy's living in America, or the guy's in, whatever the case may be, he doesn't actually go to the base of Migdash. He doesn't, be, he's not Euler Maybe he should have, maybe he didn't have to be, whatever the situation is. When it comes to the Loisa say, the Yom Tovim are just, um, I hate to say these, say put it like this, but it's just a random time where Hashem, like a deadline. Like, we have, like the Rebbe feels like, okay, I gotta give, a, give you a deadline. You made a commitment, you made a pledge. We, we gotta draw the line in the sand. At some point, you have to feel obligated to keep your word. So Rebbe Shem said, okay, you know what? Yom Tov season. Three Yom Tovim pass. By that point, you gotta, you gotta take care of it. So even if a person, that's what the Panesha was about to say, even if a person didn't actually visit the base of Migdash, if you, if you went through a Yantav season, that's the deadline. By that point, you've got to take care of your obligations in terms of Baltacher. But says the Panesha, in terms of the Asay, it's not like that. The Asay is only true if you actually visited the base of Migdash. If you were Eul Regal, if you went to the base of Migdash for that first Yantav, Pesach, Shavuos, or Sukkot, then then you better make sure you bring your Korbanas. But if a person, for whatever reason, didn't visit the Beis HaMikdash, let's say nowadays there is no Beis HaMikdash, right? So then the Asay does not exist. The Asay does not apply. The Loisa say will, because over there that's, not, that's just purely a deadline. But the Asay is when you go to the Beis HaMikdash, that's when the deadline of the Asay kicks in. Writes the Yeshua, Maramaka number four. The Had Beregel Echad Over Baasei. This idea that by the Yontif, right, the first Yontif, the Asay kicks in. That's only if you actually were Eul regal, if you went to the base of Migdash. And you didn't bring your obligations, your korbanas. But if you did not go to, the, to be Eul bein Let's say it was your fault, it wasn't your fault, it doesn't matter. For whatever reason, you were not Eul regal. If you were not, in, if you did not actually go there, if you did not, you did not actually go there, then you're not included in the next part, which is, and bring your korbanas. So that's another final, third, very fundamental point, is that the Balta'acher, it doesn't really have to do with whether or not you went to the base of Migdash, it's just the deadline. So three Yom Tovim, that's your deadline. But the Asay is very much connected with actually being in the base of Migdash. When you go there, that's when the Asay kicks in. So he, he, now, here's the Shiloh, though. How do we explain that? Like, what's Takab Shad? That for the Asay, you have to actually go to the Beis Hamikdash for it to kick in. There's two ways to think of it. Okay, and we're going to see it. So Machleg is Babli Yishami, and from there we'll see Pneumius. There's two ways to understand the nature of this of this last halacha that we just mentioned. And again, that the, the that that Asay is only only kicks in if you actually <laughs> visit the Beis Hamikdash. Why? Well, one way to say it is that the Asay is also a deadline. Let's say the nature of this mitzvah is also a deadline that the Rabbanu Shalom put for every year to make sure that the stuff in your, home, in your house, the, the kachim, the, 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 the tzedakamanis, v'chulu, we've got to give you a deadline to take care of it. It just, for whatever reason, it happens to be that for the loyseh say the Rabbanu Shalom designated the deadline to be after three yom toivim whether or not you visit the Beis HaMikdash. And for that say, the deadline is one yontif if you, have, if you went there. Okay, it's just sort of... Uh, for whatever reason, the divine uh, deadlines are, are different for that say and the Lysa say. But fundamentally, that say is just a deadline. That's one way. Another way to think of it is, no, 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 no. That say is, is not a deadline at all. It's, one, it's part of the details. It's part of the halacha of being Euler Regal. It could be that there's a mitzvah of being Euler Regal three times a year. Maybe you could think of that say in this way, that 
included or part of the mitzvah of being Eile Regal is not only to be Eile Regal, and not only to be Eile Regal and to bring the special gifts that you have to bring you know, for Yantav. Part of the mitzvah of being Eile Regal is bring all of your obligations that you have in your house. When, you, when, when the Russian says, come to me for Yantif, he said, come to me for Yantif and bring with you all the, thing, all the gifts that you, that, you, that you owe me. So it's not, it's, it, it's, it's a Yantif de Gahalacha. It's a Yantif de Gahalacha. The Loisa says, well, that's purely a deadline. It's between, it has nothing to do with Yantif. It's just a deadline. The Rabbanu Shalom has to draw the line somewhere. Okay, three Yantifim, I'm going to draw the, the line there. But the say is not just drawing the line. That say is that part of the mitzvah of being Eile Regal, part of the, your obligation of visiting the Beis HaMikdash is to visit the Beis HaMikdash with all of the kachim that you have on your farm. So it's a fundamental difference. And that's why, that possibly, that's why it does not kick in unless you actually visit the Beis HaMikdash because it's not, it's not just a deadline. It, that's, it, it's a chilek of the mitzvah of re'i. It's a chilek of mitzvah of visiting Hashem. You visit Hashem, don't come empty-handed, bring... Bring stuff. What, what should I bring? Well, uh, yeah, and your farm. You have kachim, you have, ma, you have tzedakah money. Bring all of that stuff. And you're bringing it as part of the mitzvah of visiting the Beis HaMikdash. What's an afkimina? Just to bring out the point. If yeah. you weren't over the mazid, then why shouldn't the people over that say? You were over... If it's part of being over the regal, you're not going to the mazid, so you're, you're... Because you're only over... You could know, because you're over the, the, the mitzvah of being over the regal. But this nakuda of bring with you, this tonight, this uh, aspect, this seif of being Eile Regal, you have to be Eile Regal to be in the position of doing it. So it's one of those halachas. Yeah. You could, you probably have to say a little bit of both because Let's say you visit the Beis HaMikdash not on Yantif, right? Then the Asay does not kick in. So the Asay kicks in in the Beis HaMikdash on Yantif. So that's, that's the point. So, it could, so therefore, it's, it's, it, you, know, it, the, the, you know, the cards seem to stack in that direction that it's, 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 a, it's an alila regal de kahalacha. You're visiting the Beis HaMikdash three times a year. Part of that is, and bring with you all of your uh, karbanas and stuff that you have in your, in your house. What's a nafkamina? A pasha nafkamina, whether or not it's just a deadline, Similar to the Lysa say, just happens to be with a different, the line is drawn in a different time, you know what I mean? On Yantiv, uh, the first Yantiv, is it a deadline thing or is it uh, part of the mitzvah of being other regal? Nafkin is very simple. Let's say you go to the base of Mignesh, right? And you did not bring, you, you left it all behind in your, in your farm, so you were over that say. And now Yantiv is over. Do you continue to be over that say? Or are you only over that say on Yantiv? No, let's say Yantiv is over. And uh, you know, now you want to do tshuva, right? Do you have to make sure, okay, well, nah, I'm already over the deadline. You know what I mean? So now every single day, I, I'm being violating that say. I got to make sure I bring everything the next, the next opportunity I have. Or can you say, no, no, no. The yontif came, the yontif went. Now I have an entire sphere uh, of you know what I mean? To make sure I have, you know, that, uh, that I'll get it for shvuas or to get it to sukkahs. Once, once the first regal comes, does that say, do you continue to violate it after yontif? Or is the violation only on Yantif itself? Well, it's totally in this. If the say is what is just drawing a line in the sand. The Rav says, you, you have Kachim in your backyard, you've got to take care of it. When? When, Rav when do you say, like, i got no choice to do it? Okay, first Yantif. Well, if it's just drawing a line in the sand, then once you're past that line, then, you're, then the say is always there, and it's always on top of your head. You, you're in Carbonus, you're past the deadline, past the deadline, the, you know, the lights are, bleak, are, are blinking, always. 
But if you say it's an alil regal halacha, that the Torah said, visit me on Yantiv. And when you're visiting on Yantiv, I want you to bring all the karbanas that you have. Fine, and I was neglectful. I made the mistake. But once Yantiv is over, then that's it. There's no, the, the mitzvah of Aliyah Regal, I now have, I have to wait for the next Yantiv to be included in that mitzvah. So that's, you follow, that's the fundamental point. Are you in violation of that say once the Yantiv is over, or is it only on Yantiv that you're violating that say? So this is Machlagis Babi Yisham. If you take a look at uh, Marmokah number five, it's a Gemara and Tmura on Dafir Chesim Abbas. The Gemara Tmura says like this it's, it's, it's black and white. Kodshim, when it comes to carbonus that you have uh, in your farm, Kivan Sha'avar Lehim Regal Echad, once you've gone through, once you cross that border, you've crossed that deadline of Yantiv, Kol Yoim V'yoim Ivar Lehim. You are in violation every single day. So it just it goes on. That's the Bavli. In other words, the Bavli is telling us that what's the nature of that say? Deadline. That's your deadline. Randomly, happens to be, I picked the Yontif, says Hashem, but that's your deadline. Once you pass that deadline, every single day, you're in violation. And you have to make sure you fulfill it every single day. Marmok number six is Yerushalmi in Mesechus Rosh Hashanah. Yerushalmi says, the opposite. Bein regel l'regel. Once you've gone over that, de- once you've gone through a Yontif and you did not bring your karbanas, and now you're past that Yontif, you're between one Yontif and the next, you are not in violation of that say anymore. That say is only existing on the yant of itself. So this seems to be the machlagis. According to the Bavli, what the nature of the mitzvah is, just a deadline, just a random line of the sand. Past this point, you've got to bring your, your karbanas. The Yushami says, no, 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 that's not the, it's not just a deadline. The Yushami says the nature of this mitzvah is that it's part of being Eilerego. So it's part of being Eilerego. You have to bring all your karbanas along with, uh, with your trip to the base of Megdash. No, but if it's part of being Eilerego, once the mitzvah of being Eilerego is done, because yant is over, then then the mitzvah, then, then you're not obligated in this mitzvah either. So again, so summing it all up, we have these, again, Naseh versus Eloise say a number of fundamental chilukim. First of all, in terms of when they kick in, again, just to chazer quickly, Naseh kicks in first yantif, the Eloise say kicks in after three yantifim. Point number two, what is the mitzvah about? The Eloise say is about your personal, personal pledge, that you have to fulfill your personal pledge. And therefore, even if you didn't designate the object yet, if you made the pledge, the the say is going to exist. And if you have an object in your possession that's owned, that should be brought to the base image, but you weren't the one to make the pledge, the say does not care about that. So it's all about your pledge by the say. The say is the opposite. The say is all about the object. You have to have the object. The object has to be some, you have to be able to point to this and say, oh, that's not mine. That's the base amigdash property. I have to get it to the base amigdash. That's what the Lysa, that's what the say cares about. And this final Nakuda is that the Loisase is purely just a line in the sand. After three Amtaivim, you have to make sure that uh, everything's taken care of, all your pledges are taken care of. And Nase is only when you actually visit the base Hamigdash on Yantiv. And, and, and to explain that, we have a Machlekes Bavli Yerushalmi. Is it just, just that's, the, that's the line that the Rabbanisham drew when it came to Nase? That that's your deadline if you went to the base Hamigdash, that's your deadline? Or is it, no, 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 it's fundamentally different, that that say is part of the mitzvah of being Eilu Regal. Okay? That la- in that last point, yeah. is there also enough, I mean, in terms of what, it, beforehand to bring the, to bring the, to bring the Torah, even before the Regal? I mean, so, according to the Bible, if it's just the deadline, then why so can't I bring it a month before? Right. So I, I think every, it's true, it's an interesting point. If you bring it before Yantif, you're certainly avoiding any, uh, any Avera, but are you be Makayim, anything in particular regarding this essay? Maybe that could be enough. It could be. It's possible. It's not possible. Okay, so let me, now just in for a few more minutes, 
to explain Ba'imik, this Machlok is Bavli Yishami. Because that was the last Nikud that we have, a Machlok is Bavli Yishami. That what? Let's, let's just paint the picture, okay? You have a guy on a random Tuesday, like no Shaykhis to Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. The guy's just randomly dedicating, uh, pledging, uh, and separating $1,000 for tzedakah. No, he's, nothing to do with Beis HaMikdash, $1,000 for tzedakah. Or he's uh, designating this sheep should be a carbon oil, okay? Now, a few months later, comes Pesach, comes Shavuos, comes Sukkot, and he has to be oil regal. So he's bringing along his, uh, his sheep and his $1,000. So this machlek is Bavli Yishami. How do we view them? Bavli says, unrelated to each other. He has a sheep, he has a thousand dollars for tzedakah. He has to take care of it. So he's taking care of it when he goes to the base of Migdash on Yantav. But it's not, they, they, they have not blended to each other. It's not like his mitzvah of coming to the base of Migdash is with the sheep and a thousand dollars. But the Yishami says, no, like, no, no. The Yishami says, no, no. That's, that it, the fact that he designated a thousand dollars or a sheep randomly that has now become part of his mitzvah being Eilu Regal, right? That's, the, that, that's what the Yishami said. And that's why once, if he passed the Yantif, then he's not violation anymore in terms of that Yantif. It's, it's, it's merged. According to Yishami, knows these random mitzvahs that he's pledged, that he's done, even though when he did it, it didn't seem to have anything to do with Beis HaMikdash, it has now become merged with Beis HaMikdash. Right? That's the point of the Yishami. So th- this, this chilik, this different way of thinking of whether these random mitzvahs, again, the thousand dollars or the sheep, do they, do they somehow merge with Beis HaMikdash when he visits the Beis HaMikdash or not? It's fundamental in terms of understanding the root of Bavli versus Yerushalmi Vichla. Bavli, we know, is obviously Bavel, Bavli is Golis. Yerushalmi, however, even though Yerushalmi developed certainly after the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, but this is, many Mikubalan talk about this, is that the, the Yushalmi, since it was in Eretz Yisrael, so the, the Yushalmi itself carries with it a light of Mashiach. It carries with it a light of Geula. Therefore, there's many, many situations where you have Machlegis in between Bavli Yushalmi, and it boils down to this essential point. How do you view things? Do you view things from a Golistika perspective? That would be the Bavli's point of view. Or do you view things from a Geula Dika perspective? That would be the Yushalmi's point of view. So let's understand the nature of this machlekes in this context. Right? What's the idea of being oil Let's 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 talk about that for a second. What's the idea of being oil So you don't have to go too far. The pasuk says the Rebbeinu says, "Come to be based on Migdash three times a year." Pesach Shuvah says, "Why? I just want to see you, right? I just want to see. You. I want I want our eyes to link. I want our eyes to to lock." It's not about fixing any problem. You understand? It's not that there's anything wrong in your life that you need the repair. It's not about repair. It's just about forbringing. It's just about connection. It's about yichud. That oneness with the Rabbanishlam. See, there's two sides of Yiddishkeit. There's a side of Yiddishkeit which is all about connection with Hashem. And there's another side of Yiddishkeit which is about fixing things that are broken. So those are two fundamental points, right? Golos is going to focus more of its attention on fixing things that are broken. Whereas Geula is going to focus more of its attention on the side of Yiddishkeit, which is about Yichud, about oneness with Hashem. Yeah, that, 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 that's the fundamental difference. Why are we in Galas? Because there's stuff that's broken that we have to fix. Why, why would, when, what happens when Mashiach comes? There's nothing left to fix. It's just about Fabrang. It's just about having a, a relationship with Hashem. So here's the Nakuda. When the guy separated his money, so now you have like two situations, right? You have Going to the base of Migdash, it's about oneness. It's Mashiach Dike Mitzvah. And then you have the guy on random Tuesday separating $1,000 for tzedakah. That, that was that. So when, I, when you separate $1,000 for tzedakah, 
How do you view that? What eyes are you using to look at that mitzvah? Because every time you do a mitzvah, it's going to have two points. Every mitzvah has within it, a, a part of the mitzvah is about connecting to Hashem, and there's a part of it which is about destroying your Yetzirah, right? About fixing a problem within yourself, right? Every time you give tzedakah, right? So there's two parts to it. On the one hand, l'shem yichu kuchibruch shchintei, right? It's, a, it's an unbelievable mitzvah, it's, it's dveikas, it's mamash attaching to Hashem. But on the other hand, you're also trying to, uh, to train yourself to not be selfish, right? So every mitzvah is going to have these two parts. So in other words, so therefore, every, therefore there's, when you give tzedakah, when you separate that money, there's a part of it which is shaykh to the Beis HaMikdash, right? There's a part of it which is shaykh to the mitzvah of your eyes locking with Hashem. But there's a part of it which is very gullistic, which is, has nothing to do with eyes locking with Hashem. It's about fixing a, a problem in yourself called selfishness. So the question is, when I look at that mitzvah, that separating thousand dollars, which side of the mitzvah is more... Is, is, is ikr to me. Which side of the mitzvah is more apparent? Which one makes itself known more? The Yushalmi that sees things from the eyes of Mashiach, from the eyes of Geula, whenever it looks at a mitzvah, it's going to see more the eyes locking with Hashem. The part of the mitzvah which is more about attachment. Whereas Bavli, whenever Bavli looks at a mitzvah, it's going to focus more on the side of the mitzvah which is not about connecting to Hashem, it's about fixing something wrong with yourself. You follow? So here's the scenario. You, you separate $1,000, and now you're taking your $1,000 and visiting Hashem by the Beis HaMikdash. Do you see them as one? Or are they two unrelated things? The Yushami sees it as one thing. Because even when the Yushami looks at every mitzvah that you do, it sees a shtickle visiting Beis HaMikdash in it. You know? And the part of every mitzvah which is about making a connection with Hashem is the ikr in the Yushami. So now that you're literally taking your money and, use, and bringing it to the base of the and visiting Hashem with it, so it's, it's all one big package. From the very beginning, separating money for Hashem, it was, for tzedakah, it was, always, uh, it was always about the Vekas anyway. Yeah, there was part of it which is about you know, getting yourself not to be selfish and actually helping out poor people. But that's secondary to the main thing, which is attachment to Hashem. So now when you're actually taking the money and going to the base of the with it, they, 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 the, the, the experience of the base Megdash and the money that you separate for Tzedakah merge, they, they become one because from the very beginning that side of the mitzvah which was a bad attachment was the ikr anyway in the Yisham but according to Bavli, when Bavli looks at a mitzvah it sees Tzedakah and what is it, what is it primarily focused on? It's not, in Bavli's perspective, Gull's perspective it's not focused on attachment to Hashem it's focused on the poor person needs help or it's about making sure that you're not selfish. It's about fixing a problem. It's not about dveikas. So in the Bavli's perspective, now that you take your money and you visit the Beis HaMikdash, they have nothing to do with each other. You happen to be in the Beis HaMikdash, but you're bringing money. the money that you separate has nothing to do with locking eyes with Hashem. You follow this? So in other that's what's going on over here. When the Yushami looks at this Indian of what the Torah says, first Yantif, you go to the Beis HaMikdash, bring with you all the monies that you've pledged for tzedakah. So says Yushami, and the idea is, and the monies that you have pledged and you're bringing with you are now part of your Beis HaMikdash experience. Why? Because even from the beginning, the, the, the Yushami always saw Shtigl Beis HaMikdash in the monies that you separated. Every mitzvah that you do, the, the Yushami focuses on the Beis HaMikdash side of it, the Yichud side of it, the Dveka side of it. But Bavli says, okay, you're bringing money that you pledged to the Beis HaMikdash, they have nothing to do with each other. It's just a deadline. It's just a deadline. It happens to be. The deadline kicks in when you visit the Beis HaMikdash. But the money that you're bringing is unrelated to the experience. It's its own thing. It's called giving tzedakah. I don't know. It's about uh, helping poor people. It's about not being selfish. It's not a Beis HaMikdash the Indian. Because the Bavli never, never views the, the, the Beis HaMikdash side of mitzvahs as the ikr. It's all about fixing the problem. Because it's goal. It's goal is about fixing problems. 
So this is the fundamental Nakuda. The light of Gula, which is shining strongly in Yushalmi, is going to reflect itself in this halacha too. That every mitzvah that a person does is a beisamikdash deke inyan. It's a yichud deke inyan. And therefore it unifies, it becomes one with the experience of visiting beisamikdash. Whereas Bavli, it's all about golas. Golas is about fixing problems. It's not about dveikas. You're not holding by dveikas yet in golas. So because of that, the Bavli doesn't see a connection between the thousand dollars that you pledge for staka and visiting Hashem and Beisam Mikdash. They don't do each other. Three times a year you visit Hashem, you get a little taste of something special, but that's not the, you know, that's not the rest of the mitzvahs that you're doing. The rest of the mitzvahs are very down-to-earth, very practical. So this is the Nakuda. Again, the point of this is to, is to show that it's not just, because like, you learn the Sogi, okay, Bavi goes this way, Yushami goes that way, random. It's not random. It's coming from a much deeper place of what Yushami is about, what Bavi is about. That's why, okay, it's, it's brought down this term like this. As you get closer to Mashiach, Yushami is much more, uh, people learn Yushami more than they've ever used, than they've ever had, because Again, as you get closer to Mashiach, the light of Mashiach is more pervasive in the world, and therefore there's more of an attraction to the light of Yushami. Okay? We should be zaycha to be Eulah Regal and fulfill all our obligations. <laughs>